Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Backpack Broadcasting continues to bring you the best original sports content, but now you can get more of the content you love. For as little as $3 a month, you can get access to bonus content, including behind-the-scenes footage and interviews from the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, or the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. All this exclusive content comes via Patreon. There are tiered levels of patronage, and each Backpack Broadcasting patron receives exclusive perks. Your support helps Backpack Broadcasting create more of the original content that you love. Visit Backpack Broadcasting's Patreon page and become patreon today a hard to tell podcast episode 58 and we are wrapping up the year as we did last year we had our Ain't Hard to Tell podcast, Hip Hop Awards. Brian wanted to put every hip hop album that was ever made. You're going to keep doing that, right? You're going to keep doing that, right? Doing what? Just holding that over my head until we get this list off. It's kind of ridiculous. Who knows? You might do it again this year. You'll find something new this year. I promise you. Oh God! Who knows what? You'll, who knows what's going? You'll on. find something new this year. That's okay. All I'm say. Yeah, a new surprise for me to be disgusted with, uh, or not? It depends. Or, or not? Where, where do you want to start? Uh, it's been, well, first of all, let's let's start with this because we it's been a, a interesting year of hip hop. I feel like last year when we did the list and we came at the end, we were like, "Yo, this is like a really good year." There was so much good music. I felt you had that kind of energy and excitement. I felt the same. How did you feel about this year? I don't feel like this year was a bad year, but I feel like there are there are a lot more projects this year that got overrated pretty quickly. Do you know what? I you know what? I would have to agree with that. Yeah. I think there's a lot of projects that are overrated pretty quickly yeah. and um there that doesn't mean that there wasn't good projects. I don't there think There were uh, when 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 compiling my list. Right? Yeah. I look back and I was like, "Oh, there were actually a good amount. Like I had a tough time. I actually had a tougher time than I thought I would." You know what? Regardless of I, but how I, you but may I think see... I go about my selection process. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm sure you're very thorough, but I guess I can see how it was harder than last year because I think last year the standouts were so much Obvious. more clear cut. Yeah. yeah. This year it was kind of, I, I had, I think I knew. We had a lot of the same projects. Yeah. I knew what my one was this year. I think ranking everything after that was a little bit tougher. Mm. I think, yeah, me too. I think I kind of knew what my middle was. Filling in some other things were a little tougher, and some things came late in the year that I hadn't got to yeah. that have stood the test of time, if you want to say to me. But, um, yeah, I think this year was solid. I don't think it was as good as last year. I just think I think I look at the years like how many great projects do you have, and I don't think this year had a lot of I, great projects. I think the top this year is better. I think the top albums this year are better, for, my, for me at least. Like I feel like my my top three this year is better than my top three that I had last year, which was Joey Badass, Freddie Gibbs, and I don't remember the other project. Nah, I think I think my top three last year I would say were stronger. 
than what came this year. You know, I like what is this year, but I think those albums. Was the other one four four four? But maybe I've sat with those. I think it was four 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 or Crit. It was either four 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 or Crit. But regardless, I think this year's top three is better. Like for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and for those of you who don't know, or do know, whatever the case. Uh, we did five albums last year each. We had some honorable mentions this year. We're also doing verses. We're doing verse of the year, verse yep. of the year, and a couple honorable mentions. Song of the year, a couple honorable mentions. Top artist, a couple honorable mentions there too. Yeah, so um, this should be interesting. You know, it's funny. Some of these I'm gonna say, say right now before we get into this, people know some of these, um, like even artist of the year. I, I felt like my artist of the year was so clear cut. I, I know, I know, know who is it. I don't even know if it was an honorable. Mine mention. is easy too. For me. For me. But I, I don't think it's the same as yours. Okay. But yes. So, uh, f- full disclosure, Brian and I have not discussed not. <laughs> any of this before. We usually discuss a lot for a podcast. This is a podcast we're just like, oh, these are the topics we're yeah. going to hit on. Dexter walked in and I was like, you got your list? He was like, yep. I actually thought long and hard about this. Yeah. <laughs> so, we have not discussed it. So, a lot of this. And we did this last year, too. Although, I knew there was going to be some Freddie Gibbs love for Brian on this. But, you know, we, we kind of... Are just gonna be like, hey, this is where it is. All right, so let let's. Where do you want to kick it off? How do you how, what do you want to start with? Do you want to save the albums for the end? Do you want to what? Do, how do you want to kick it off? Mm. I'm gonna leave it to you. I, I think I think we we should go we should go with artists first because uh, we already hinted at that. And okay. I feel like I know where you're going, and I think you know where I'm going, and I think we're going to. I'm not directions. even really sure I know where you're going. I never know where you're going. <laughs> That's um, true. Which is good. I'm unpredictable. All right, so are you are you want you want me to start with it? Yes, all top right. artist. Top. This you want to go honorable mentions first, or you just want to go uh, with your number one and then go honorable mentions? Um, do it how you want to do it. I'll go with my number one, then go honorable mentions. All right, I'll do that to too. be clear, this is hip hop artist, rap artist of the year. Yeah, we are not talking about all genres of music. We do listen to other music, but yeah. obviously, we talk a lot of hip hop. Otherwise, the otherwise, the internet would be up there for me. Yes, I'm probably the internet. I could have Georgia Smith, who I just saw last week, looking right. fantastic and singing beautifully. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was great. That was great. It was a great concert. It was a dope concert. Yeah. Um, what was I at that day that I was pissed? Because I was, I was like, damn, you're in a way better spot than I am right now. I was. I was. I don't remember. You texted me that day, and I was like, I was, I'm on my way to the concert. Uh, wait, wait, was I at that fight? Yeah, it was at the Canelo, oh, Canelo fight. fight. Oh, oh, that experience. Okay. Oh, yeah. we don't got to get into that yeah. right now. Yeah, we'll have to get into that. Not bad. All right, so... <clears throat> Uh, Artist of the Year for me in hip-hop, to me, was pretty easy. The reason I picked this guy, uh, his album was in my top five for albums of the year. He pretty much, for me, has killed, since the end of last year, every guest feature that he's been on. Okay. And I think he's just, his pen is sharp right now. The flow is sharp right now. He's really at the top of his game. For me, that guy is J-, J. Cole. Oh, I thought you were gonna go Black Thought. No, 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 no. It, no it, oh, so you were wrong. We have you didn't a first know. surprise. Yeah, you were wrong. No, and Black Thought would be an honorable mention. I'll get to that and why. Yeah. But I thought J. Cole, um, we're releasing his album, which I was in my top five. You'll see where it is, um, which I thought was was really good. Uh, his guest verses appearances, I can go down. Actually, to be full disclosure. On my way to this podcast, uh, somebody sent me a link to listen to. And this is going to probably shock you, too, because normally I would not be listening to this. This would shock you. But somebody has sent me a link to listen to um, 21 Savage. I knew it, yeah. Uh, song <laughs> a lot of people lot talk about that verse. With J. Cole. Yeah. And I would normally, you know, I'm not really messing with the 21 Savage. But, yo, that song knocks, <laughs> man. And that song is good. The song's good. It's yeah. actually good. I, I, I haven't really heard 21 rap. Uh, this way, not that it was the most amazing thing, but it was solid. The song had a good structure to it. Um, 
Cole spazzed on it as yeah. he has on every feature. Yeah. Cole was great on that. Yeah. Cole was great on uh, Boblo Boy, Boblo Boat with Royce the Five Nine. Yeah. He was fantastic. We can go back to last year, the end of last year, when Jeezy released uh, Pressure with him and Kendrick. That. Yep. that was kind of the beginning of where I just felt like Cole was really spazzing. He also was on. Uh, Kaz had a song, I think, called Zendaya, where he was on that. He spazzed on that. Um, there's probably numerous other ones I'm forgetting right now. Uh, 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 he was on Trippy on Anderson Pox Oxnard. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff that Coles just jumped on, and all these verses have been great. Uh, Black's uh, Pretty Little Things, Pretty Little Liars, excuse me. Um, all those songs, just great. Loving the flow, loving everything he does. I just thought album was good, combined with the guest appearances, has him as my hip-hop artist of the year. Honorable mentions for me, uh, you mentioned Black Thought, which is where you thought I would go. Yes. Black Thought obviously got everybody rocking with his freestyle last year that a lot of people were like, oh my God, I never heard Black Thought spit like this. But I'm like, if you've been listening to Black Thought, you should know this is what this man does. Right. Granted, that was crazy, and that's probably one of the best freestyles I've ever seen. Yeah. I'd heard. Um, Black Thought, fantastic year. Obviously with that, volume one and two streams of Thought, very volume, good. Volume two is so good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know what's funny? I probably prefer. We never got into this in the podcast. I preferred volume one because it was a little bit tighter, mm. and I think volume two has some songs where I kind of wanted a little bit more structure from Black Thought in some of these songs. Yeah. But volume two does have the best song out of all of them, which and to con- you is Conception, which is the last song in that, which is absolute, which was the lead oh, single. Oh yeah, I really fantastic. like it. I also re- what's the other song I really like? Um, there was one. Just keep talking. I'm fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fentanyl, the first song's really good on that project. Um, yeah, there's, there's Black Thought just... Is it History Unfolds? That's a good one, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's History Unfolds. Black Thought just... It's just one verse Black Thought's also spitting as sharp as he ever has. And really? just uh, yeah. a huge lyrical display. Still awaiting, and it's been taking a long time, and I'm very hungry for this Roots album, which has been rumored to be their last album. So waiting to hear that. Um, but yeah, he was an honorable mention for me. Um, also, honorable mention would be Royce. Uh, he also did a great job this year. I think spitting on both the Prime albums and his his uh, solo album, Book of Ryan, and he would be there. So those were kind of were my two honorable mentions. And that also probably would even put uh, Pusha T for Daytona. Um, he had a good year of that. His guest features also were solid. But I thought nobody did consistently as well as Cole did, just rapping through the year features and project. Your Hip-hop artist of the year is someone who you just mentioned, Royce the Five Nine. That's a fa- that's a that's a good and, that's a good point. Because we'll well we'll get to our albums of the year, but I thought that with Book of Ryan between that and Prime Two, which Prime Two actually got better for me as I sat with it a little bit more. Although I wouldn't say it's as good as Book of Ryan, obviously. No, but no. Prime Two Prime Two is better than I originally thought it was. I still don't know if it's. I don't think it's better than Prime One. No, but it's not. still re- it's still. Like, it's a little too long. Has a little too, too some filler. There's a couple songs I would definitely like, but it's rock. really good. But Royce is really good through, like really good throughout. He was my artist of the year because of those two projects. And then you also have uh, honorable mentions. We have you're smiling, so you know, <laughs> you know where this is going. <laughs> God, you know what it is. Uh, agree with you on Cole. He's been really good this year. But Fantastic. Had to give yeah. it to Royce. Um, someone who I'm going to get to again later, Sky Zoo. Okay. Who had, I thought, that we'll get to in Celebration of Us. Yes. Spoiler alert. And Freddie Gibbs. Freddie. <laughs> That's not a spoiler alert for anybody. Freddie and Fetty were really good. Don't know if you heard Fetty I with Currency. I still have not listened to Fetty. Fetty is better than Freddie. I did not care for Freddie. <laughs> 
I can see myself liking Fetty better than Freddy. Alchemist production. Alchemist production. Yeah. Alchemist production. F- Fetty's Fetty's a little bit better overall. Um, although it is a joint EP or whatever, he does really well. I'm gonna get to a little bit more on that later. I gotta listen. Well. I gotta listen to that. Oh, what a shock! You're gonna get to more on that later. But Royce the Five Nine is my artist of the year. Uh, and I'm glad that he put out what I felt like was a classic, which is what he wanted to do because he said that I still don't have a classic yet. Got to put this one out, whatever. Um, I thought it would be layers. And then this ended up being a lot better. Although, man, I wish Tabernacle was on this album. I will say that much. We we both have agreed on that. <laughs> how that could have kicked it off. Oh, that album would have been. It, it actually would have fit. It would have been perfect. Yeah, I still think Tabernacle might be his best song ever. But I don't disagree with but that. But he he has two. He might have two, three, four, and five on this album. <laughs> I also agree like, with that. Book I mean, of, there's, we'll get there's we'll great get. songs on that. We'll get we'll get to that and that and how great that album is because we both agree on that. So we're doing song of the year next. Yeah, that'll you'll kick that off. All right, song of the year. Since I kicked off the last one, song of the year, and it's interesting. This is hard. I think this is hard this to do hard for me because it you know i don't know how people judge a song of the year but for me a lot of it is the the what the greatness of how that song just outside of where it is in the album just stands alone and how much you'll go back to it and listen to it as you think it'll over time mm-hmm. and that that it's not just to me like impact how much it could bang or like just sometimes it's a subject matter how much you can go back and just listen to that song independently over time and yours is what? I'm gonna that's give you, my that's the way I look at it. I'm gonna give you my four honorable mentions first. Oh, right? There we go. I'm gonna, <laughs> no, but the, there's a reason why. Because this was this song, No, but you know, I think that's fair because song I think of the song year is, is hard. Tough. It's yeah. hard. It's hard. Song of the year is tough. I had to narrow it down. Uh right. So I started with Echo, Swiss Beats and Nas. Right. Yo, even though that's <laughs> came out later in the year, that's definitely up there too. Yeah. I I, Swiss Beats, Echo and Nas started off with that. Willie Lloyd, Freddie Gibbs on the currency and Freddie Gibbs. Which mentioned. I have not heard. So I it, that song though, like I just pure rapping, just pure rapping. It's one of the best things I've heard this year. So okay. I was happy when that came out. Has high replay value for me. Power, Royce the Five Nine. Great song. Yeah. Fantastic I, it, song. Bet- between that and cocaine, I was like, mm, which Royce one? But I was like, power for me has more of that, the storytelling that I love. That's, it's good. Yeah, it's, it was, that's a really good song. That, that's a great song. I would probably take cocaine over that as far as favorites on the album, but I wouldn't be mad if somebody won't. Power's really good. Power's really good. Uh, Victory Lap, Nipsey Hussle. Ah, the ah, first song on the album. Ah, that's a very good song. I love that one. That's actually, that's probably my favorite song on the album, but they're, you know, Hustle and Motivate. There are so other these, songs I really these, like. These, see, Brian just came up with four good songs. I didn't hear one of them, but uh, now I'm really intrigued to hear what the song of the year is. Everybody's Fine. Sky Zoo. Wow. Yes. Okay. Eight minutes, but beautiful, beautiful storytelling. I've gone back and listened to it a lot because there's so much to dissect. Um, this it's just really, really like perfectly well done from the flow and everything. It really came down to that and power for me. And to me, I gave the S to Sky Zoo because he did ride the beat better as he was telling his story, and it just sounded better. I love the production as well. It was really good. Um, everybody's fine. Sky Zoo. Former former guest of the AR to Tell podcast. So, we'll be back one so day. So <laughs> on, on that note, I like your pick on Song of the Year. I do like the pick. I, it, it is different from mine, but I do like it. And it was a honorable mention for me and very high for me on that because everybody's fine. I'll say this about Sky Zoo's album, and I don't think I said it when he was up here or after it. Yeah. When I first listened to the album and I put on Everybody's Fine, and the reason it's eight minutes so Brian can explain is there's a little bit of narration that sets up the story for the yeah. album in the beginning of the track. It's an intro and a song in that one track. Right. But and, it makes a lot of sense to do that. And then there also is a, a I don't know how many bars, but Sky Spits his <laughs> right. verse. And then he repeats it 
in more of a almost spoken word form to break it down so you can get it a little bit better. Right. Um, he spoke about that about why his reason to do that. Um, fantastic song. I found my I could I always would repeat that song. It's such a good song. It's one of those songs that I mm-hmm. like. Songs are like this. I think songs that get a song in the year, I like this thing. It's like, it's a song that whenever you think you'll play it, you almost have to listen to it multiple times. Ha- there are certain songs like that that are just so good, i got to play it like three well, times. Well, actually, all those songs that I mentioned, and they're like, fine. all they those songs be. that I mentioned, they're like that for me. They should be. Especially Willie Lloyd, and part of that is because it's actually really short. Yeah, but you know they, should I mean? they should and be. And Victory, they should victory Lap also. Another, like, good, another good song yeah. there. So, Skies... Um, that song was definitely there for there for me. I remember too when we had him on the podcast. It was early this year, went around when the album came out in February, and I had told him like, "Yeah, that's probably my favorite song on the album." He was like, "Yo, just keep listening to it. You're gonna keep finding pick new up things, more in it, finding new things." And I did, and that song is still my favorite song. But I did find out more about it as I've continued to sit with it. I actually heard it again yesterday. I was listening to it actually before I came here yeah. to record this. It's on, so good. I was going through my hip hop, um, you know, playlist. What what I still like listen to. So that is that is definitely everybody's fine. Is a fantastic song. It was right there for me. Um, I had a I had a couple of other you know honorable mentions that came to me. One for me was uh, ATM J Cole. Um, mm. Not in. I love the way that song took talking about materialism and money and made it into this really trap kind of happy song that has a really good message. And I also love, love, because I love Ahmad Jamal, uh, jazz pianist. I love the sample on there. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that beat. I also probably love that song a lot because I vibe to it a lot with my daughter. She really loved it. <laughs> right. So I, for me, I like the song. I just like what it speaks about in terms of materialism, but it found a way to make it. This really fun song. Um, Trying to think of my other honorable mentions that I had here. Because for me, my song of the year was very clear for me when I heard it. Hmm. And it was just like, oh, man. Um, And it also will correlate into a... It has a verse of the year on it, too. So this this will kind of correlate into that. So I'm kind of giving that away, and I'll tie that into next. Since I'll go go next into the verse of the year. So you'll start, yeah. Okay. The song of the year for me was Bob LaBoat by Royce Five Nine. Okay, yeah. Um, I can totally see that. I think Bob LaBoat is a fantastically produced song by Cool and Dre. Yeah. Um, I love the song. I love the video. I thought Royce, Royce with J. Cole, Royce takes you onto his journey and going to Bob LaBoat. Bob mm-hmm. LaBoat, for those who don't know, is a boat that goes went from Detroit to Canada where there was an amusement park on that side of the, forget, the river in Detroit. And it's now abandoned and no longer there. Yeah. But Royce tells you about his journeys and his coming of age sort of as a teenager. Yeah. And we talked about the Book of Ryan and how personal it was. And this was the lead single off of this. And I remember when I heard this song, I was like, yo, this is what I've wanted to hear from Royce. But the production's just... So good. It's so great. There's a sample. I forget who the sample's from, but the person saying Ferris wheel in the background. And Royce just paints a picture of him and losing his virginity and... Get basically his introduction to alcohols. We know he's battled with alcoholism and touches on that. Yeah. And then the song also is, has this addition of J. Cole who takes you to his growing up as a young man in Fayetteville, North Carolina and basically how, and it just was very relatable to me growing up as a young man about how in the age, you know, the ages of before you go to college, 17, 18, how the best thing you could do at the time or the most important thing in your life to do is finally lose your virginity right and just like <laughs> right. it took me back to that time where like oh that's really what was so important like this is what was on this high priority j cole's is a great verse in which he raps it but i thought the song is just it's so great in taking you back into a time for for young men 
especially the young black men talk about that growing up through hip hop. I thought it was dope. I thought it was well captured into a song. The production was absolutely I just I still can't stop playing that song. Right. When I play that song, I have to play it three times in a row. Um I just think the song is absolutely fantastic. Some of my notables on was use Victory Lap, Nipsey Hustle, Pervert. Uh, no, for yeah, no for for song. I'm for sorry, song, okay. song, but but um for song of the year, I thought that was also a, a really good song. Um, the games we play, Pusha T was also one of my okay. honorable mentions yeah. that I just really liked in um, in terms in terms of rapping there. So like, uh, in terms of like rap song of the year, but Bablo Bolt for me was a clear standout. It's been that for quite some time. I've loved that song. I still play it a lot. It just hasn't left left my rotation to play. And the J Cole verse is your verse of the year. Yes. Okay. Because that's that's that's, yes, that's that was that's up there for me too. It's not my verse of the year. But that's up there for me too. I don't think anybody. J. Cole just skated on that beat. Yeah. And the subject matter is so good. And he just skated on it. And I just I just love that verse. That verse is just stuck with me the whole year. That I don't know. It's weird that that song and that verse stuck with me and nothing supplanted it in terms of song of the year or verses. Like, there are people who went, like, obviously, Sky's verse on Everybody's Fine is absolutely fine. And I'll be honest. It, that was my favorite verse before I heard Bob Boat. so yeah. it was there. So that's still probably like number two because that was right there. Yeah, that was like my favorite verse. Um, there's also some stuff from Royce that he, I also love Royce's verse on that. I think Royce gets a little overshadowed on that. How good his verse is on that song. Yeah, but I thought Cole just killed it. Perfectly captured that age of being a, a young man and a young black man in that. And I just thought his 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 bars on that were just absolutely fantastic. Yeah, you just mentioned a bunch of verses that I Some had. of the verses that you had? Yeah, that are, like, high on my list. Uh, also, Nas Echo first verse, really, really, yep. really good. Yep. 215 Black Thought, really that good. That was an honorable mention for me, 215 Black Thought. <laughs> that was That's probably three for me, number 215, three. 215, Willie Lloyd, as I just mentioned. Um, uh, I think Power, the last verse, Royce to 5'9". And you could also put Cocaine in there as well. Cocaine's just so good. So good. good. Cocaine's good always. My verse of the year... Michi Darko, Flatbush Zombies, You and I, he has a verse on there. It's on their album, Vacation in Hell, that came out this year. His verse on that, it's like, it's probably- You made me listen to that. I listened to it. I you did. listened yeah, to I it did. before. I remember you texting me to listen to it. What do you I think remember? of that verse? It was a good verse, and I was very shocked. Very shocked. Very shocked. <laughs> I, you know what's funny? I would forgotten two, two about Two and a half verse. minutes where he gives you basically an album's worth of- Self introspection and reflection and things like that. Did not expect that. And I remember, I remember you told me to listen to it. And I was like, oh, that ver- I didn't know Michi Darko had that. What Bob Lobo did for you, that Michi Darko verse did for, did for me, where it's just right away, I was just like, whoa, and just replaying it over and over and over, trying to catch every single detail that I can and just listening to it, going on genius, studying the lyrics. Like, I'm not even playing. Like, that verse was really, really, really good. And it shocked me because I didn't, because it was longer than the other verses on the song as well by a lot. You didn't expect him to go in like that. No, because as he kept time. going, I was like, oh, this feels special. This feels like he's going to some place where he rarely goes to. And yes, he has had introspection in other songs in the past, but not to this level. See, That album is also good. See, we're also talking about something else. I think when you get into these verses of the year, for me, 
<clears throat> it's one thing to just be able to rap or have great wordplay or something like that. But you, the, the thing I think that we have in common is, you know, somebody took you to something in a place that you maybe didn't think to or to a depth that they touched into in the verse and then maybe combined a wordplay with that. So for me, that was it for me with Bob LeBeau is J. Cole took me into subject matter that I felt was very relatable to a lot of people, a lot of men. Right. Know, the young men, if it took you back to a place. Um, like it's cool. It's cool to put the freestyle there, for example, like the eleven minute thing that Black yeah. did, or something like that. Like if I could use Freddie Gibbs for an example, for a second, twenty seventeen, for example, and twenty eighteen rather, where he had Willie Lloyd, for example. That's real. It's really good bars, things like that. But where I would say the better verse that he's had was probably Crushed Glass verse two, where there's a little more. That's a Freddie song I like. A little more depth and introspection, and just it. like I mean, you know, you beat a rape case, you obviously have some things to get off your chest. Now with Michi, <clears throat> excuse me, with Michi Darko, that sort of brought me there, and I was with him pretty much every step of the way. It's probably the verse that I've probably played the most this year out of all the I, songs that I have. I, I I think so. I think so too. Um, is, is there a bar that you loved in that in that verse, or, or some lines that, that oh, like stuck to you that you just really was like, wow, okay, this this is it? Just all of it, really. Just sort of how he goes it, right into. First of all, he was born in Kings County Hospital, and that's where my mother works, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. Didn't know, I didn't know she worked there. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. East Flatbush so, represent. Yeah, right. So he just start really starts off there, goes into the problems that his family had. Uh, his aunt passing away and just all those things and how his family has a bipolar disorder and he just does all this and it's really, really, really done well. Yeah, so I, I recommend that people listen to that Michi Darko verse on you and I. It's yeah, the letter what, U um, and, and I. I. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, for me, with the and Cole... Percent. With the That's co- the word I mean. I get you, <laughs> yeah. For me, with the, the Cole verse, I just love the way he sets up the story of him with his friends and... Um, them basically going out and like, look, you know, look, looking for looking for women. Um, I just, I, I love the way he sets up the story, and then it comes back to him reminiscing on it at the end and the sun and the beach. I just love that. What? Just remember uh, another honorable mention. Uh uh-uh. Dumpy freestyle Drake. Yeah. And I'm not, and I, you know, I'm not the biggest Drake fan. No, but he did, he did, his, <laughs> he did his thing on that. Now yeah. I think that gets overshadowed on how good that was because of the story added on. Yeah. Again, that kind of gets overshadowed. But, but the story added on, I don't feel like was the better song, the better record or whatever. It was just more of a personal diss. Like it was better from the sense of. But in a battle, sometimes you don't. Do That's what I'm saying. People get more caught on the emotion. D- Duppy was more right. witty. Whereas the other one was more direct, more personal, yeah. and more suitable for beef. Yeah. But Duppy Freestyle was I, also I agree really, with that. really good. Both, both good verses. Uh, I got J. Cole and Bob LeBoat, um, and you have uh, Michi Darko. Yeah. For, which, I told, which, I, that was, that, I was that's like... a shocker for me. So we didn't expect that. <laughs> right. Um, so... And that album's good. Joey Badass has a verse on that album. Michi, yeah. and, and, and on that same album, a few songs before, that song, Michi Darko has a verse on this song called Vacation, which is hilarious. Yeah, that's the I've one, actually heard that too. That's the one where I played for, I just got back from Australia. Yeah, I actually heard that too, yeah. Flatbush Zombies, have, you know, and it's it's like obviously um, being from Flatbush, East Flatbush, yeah. um, I've never gotten into them as deep. I've seen them live. I've seen them, I'm more fan of Joey and Pro Era yeah. and even the Underachievers I was for some time. But um, Oh yeah, I remember them. Damn. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, they, he's had some verses where I'm just like, oh, I did not expect that out of him. What's up, listeners and supporters of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast? We need some help from you, and it won't take up too much of your time. 
As we grow, we always want to hear your feedback, so take a minute or two to fill out a short anonymous survey. The survey link is right in the episode notes for this podcast. It's easy and takes less than five minutes. As always, we thank you for your continued support. All right, so we've done Song of the Year, Artist of the Year, Verse of the Year. Um, I guess that now takes us to the big thing. We're going right into albums. Right into albums. Uh, Albums of the albums of the year. We we could do that. You look very excited (laughs) because I'm like, well, I mean, you know, some of my lists. I don't. I I I know. I I there. I know one thing. I don't know. I know one thing. I I know. I can say for sure. I know one thing, and I think I think for sure you know one thing on mine. Yeah. I'm not sure. There's more than that. I'm not sure. All right. I'll I'll kick it off. We're gonna go. We're going from five to one. Right, and let, let me. I also I had to give Brian a rule because you know Brian, <laughs> Brian will try to break it. Do you rules. have Do you have honorable mentions? I have honorable mentions. Okay, so do I. And then we only for one of the the. I don't t- have any ties. One this of year. the ties. Oh, I do. I, I have don't. one tie. I don't I, have any ties. I told this Brian year. you could have I, one. tie. I'm behaving now. Yeah, you're behaving now. <laughs> I was like, you can have one tie in one category because Brian wanted to have like five ties. He was like, tie for five, tie for four, tie for, no. no, one tie. So my tie comes at number five. Okay. Uh, You're not gonna do your honorable mentions first. Nah, no, get, get right say, into the I'll, list. I'll, get right into the list. list. Yeah, 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 yeah. My tie comes at number five. Okay. Um, and I agree. We said that this year was harder, and I thought it was harder for me to do because yeah. I felt like there was some stuff I had to move around. There was some stuff that came in later that I liked. There was some I didn't want to not forget some things earlier. So at number five, there's some stuff on my honorable. I have a tie for man. these two albums came out both around the top of the year. I think a month apart from each other. Hmm. Um. No news is good news by Fonte. Yes, and a celebration of us, Sky Zoo, at oh, number five. Tie for fifth. Tie, Damn. tie Damn. for Who's fifth. Who's your top four? <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was tough. This was Jesus tough. Jesus Christ! This was tough. This was tough. Um, should I give you my five first? I should. Yeah. Wait, wait. Do. I'm gonna give you my reasons why. No, 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 no. I'm saying like five, five, four, four, four. Yeah, yeah that's how we're gonna you do it. Do? Five, right, five, right. before. That's what we're gonna do. All right, because my five is we haven't mentioned this album at all. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So No News is Good News by Fonte. Album I've been waiting for a long time. Liked Fonte's solo, first solo project, Charity at Home. Um, thought he came back with a pretty good follow-up that actually was a lot tighter than his first one. Yeah. Um, and But it was, here's the thing about the subject matter, and for you young people, younger people who listen to our podcast out here, um, this is real grown. This album's real grown. It's like, on my honorable mentions list. Okay, also. so it didn't crack your top five. Right. The album's real grown. It's full of a lot of... Uh, mature subject matter. I right. think if you're 35 plus, you're going to really feel this. I think if you're 35 plus and a black man, you're also going to really feel right. this. That maybe <laughs> starts to make you start thinking about your age and family and health issues it's and things really like that. Album. It's a really good album. Yeah. Had a guest appearance that surprised me in Freddie <laughs> Gibbs. I'll never forget seeing that track list and being like, I remember the first night I'm listening to it and I had to text Brian. I was like, yo, Freddie Gibbs is on this album. <laughs> Like what? I did not expe- expect that. You know what? Served served the purpose. And to, for that song, eight bars in that, and out, and it was it was good. Very song, well done. The song was very uh, trappy, and Fonte sings on it, and Freddie raps on it, which is not what I expected. Also, either right, but it's really good. Yeah, um, and I, and I did like it. Very tight album. I think it's like 35, 36 minutes. Really good. Love the subject matter. Played a lot. Can play it pretty much straight through. I think there's only one song I didn't really care for on there. 
I'm really good. The reason I got tied with Sky Zoo Celebration Us also came at the top, which I thought was a really good album. I think it's the best album Sky Zoo has done uh, in his career. I love the sound of this album. I told him that when he came here. I love the jazz yep. uh, influences and samples. Lyrically sharp throughout. I thought if I had to give maybe put a knock on the album, I thought it was a little bit too long, and he could have tightened it up a little bit. But there are some really strong songs in this album with real good subject matter that what I loved about this album and the way he crafted it was sort of this tale to his son, uh, which he did a lot of it before his son was born. Um, kind of like telling him about this is what happens when you're growing up in the black community. This is what's great about us. This is what the, the pitfalls you have to navigate sort of the way his father taught him. And I thought, I thought that was really dope. Um, there's really good song stick, stick up from tape from menace is a really good song on Mm -hmm. there. Um, you know, uh, day in the park, uh, love is really love is one love of my favorites. Yeah, um, we already talked about the intro song on there. A lot outro of, song, outro, really good outro too. Song, really good songs in yeah. there too. Um, a lot of really good gems on this album. That I just love the sound of it. Guys, who really stuck to the jazz sound, found really good production, stayed with it. Very strong album. Very strong messages. That and that's the number five. I'm telling you how much I like these albums. Well, I said I don't. There were a lot of products I think were in this. You know, if we want to have a five rating, I think there were a lot of things that I looked was like, oh man, these are just like. Really four and a half, so I don't want to know if I want to put them in the classic range. Mm-hmm. Although, but I think that, so. It was really tough to separate. I think for me, it was tough to separate two through five. It was really tough for it me was to tough do that. For me as well. Um, as but th- but that that's why I'm kicking off with five. Love those albums. Still playing them a lot, um, and I think they will have a lot of replay value to come. My number five, Mona Lisa. Joel Ortiz also made my list. Apollo Brown. Okay, so that's on also your list. Also made my list. Okay. Number five for me. We agree that this is probably the best song making that Joel Ortiz oh, has ever done. Yes, by far. You know, yes. like we, because we were talking about this a couple weeks ago, where, and another thing that you like, he also kept it tight 11 songs, roughly 35, 36 minutes. Yep. But it was probably the best rapping he's done just in terms of song making, where it wasn't just a bar mitzvah. It was also, <laughs> I like that. It was also things like brush strokes and reflection, where he really got. It was almost like sad to a point where you know. He well, was... you said that upon listening that it yeah. kind of made you feel like I was like, "Damn, bro!" Because he, he, you know, he's talking about things like not sort of making it yet in that sort of mainstreamish way, and not feeling like he also has to. And you could tell that he feels like he's very much at a crossroads in his career, which is a very real thing that probably doesn't get talked about that much. Because if you look at it, you know, he's somebody that's been rapping for a long time. I first heard about Joel Ortiz in like 2005-ish, right? 2004 or whatever, whenever NBA Live 2005 came out. (laughs) So that was probably 2004. And, you know, shortly after, he released his first album in like 2007. And ever since then, we've sort of known about him for a while. But, you know, you forget, like these dudes right now, they're about 40 years old. So what's sort of left in the game for them? And that's sort of the message that I got from that, where it was very, very, again, reflective on his career, on just how things are right now. Not to say that he's doing bad, but right. it was like a realistic viewpoint of just how things are. And it was broken down in 11 songs. And obviously, oh, Royce also has a very good verse yes. on, that, on, on on Timberland Up. So there's some, you know, rapidy rap stuff as well. And, you know, the collaboration with Apollo Brown, very good. Liked how he kept it with one producer because the sound was pretty consistent throughout. Uh, production is great. Apollo Brown's great. So, yeah, that's number five on my list. I, I I like that album. I'll get that. I had that a little bit higher than you. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, I I, I love that album. I'll get to that later. Um. Number four for me was an album I listened to 
kind of like Mona Lisa that came out later in the year, um, caught me by surprise because this was recommended to me by somebody who is, let's see, 12 years younger than me. So I was out. Uh, this was like first week of NBA season. I'm like 12 years younger than you. Yeah, that's true. But it, and it was not Brian. Um, I was out and my boy's friend, my boy's brother, actually, who's younger than us, he told me about this album. He's like, yo, you should check this out. I think you really like Wait, it. Wait, 12 years younger than you. And Wouldn't they, what would they recommend to you? Like they re- Quavo? Like- no. <laughs> he did not recommend that to me. So he's like, yo, man, you should check out this album, Care For Me. By his kid Saba from Sa- Chicago. Oh, okay. From Chicago. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, hadn't, I knew of him, had not listened to his stuff, yeah. and decided to listen to this album. He's like, I think you'll like it. He Critically acclaimed reasons, album, too. Yeah, you'll love the minimalist production, some jazz samples. Really good album. It is good. Really struggled between. It even pained me to put it this low. Yeah. Because I really like this album. It's, it's really good. It's one of my many honorable mentions. It's tight. Yeah. It's really good subject matter. The album focuses around Saba really. We we tend to like a lot of these introspective albums this year. I think there was a lot of this delivered this year, which also makes me say I kind of like where that's going in hip-hop in terms of you're seeing men, minority men, whether it's Joel Ortiz, um, whether it's Sky Zoo, whether it's Fonte. You're seeing these guys become real introspective and talk about feelings, talk about emotions, talk about things in the community that actually how they feel about it instead of you know a lot of times I feel like in hip hop back in the day it was like you know you kind of have to have this hard persona to really that's the only thing that was acceptable um, yeah. and seeing this care for me is Saba talking a lot about his mental health following the killing of his cousin and how that's affected him in certain things in his life and that's kind of the the crux of the album and what's going on too but like really good production very minimalist there's a good element of mixing in the trap sound with mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't even really call it the boom bap. We just talked about Mona Lisa, which is a very strong boom bap very album. Very strong, yes. Um, I you know I love boom bap. It's <laughs> the most new. That's probably the most New York sounding album I've heard in a long time. But I'll get to that. But this was just, it was more a, a modern take on that with very good introspective ly- lyrics, great rapping by Saba. And now somebody I'm, has my eye on, and I want to see more from this kid in the future. Yeah, he's young. But a really good project. Um, I would definitely recommend for anybody who listens to this. Like I said, I only got into this. I think about. September, no, it was October. When I saw this, so this is really for the end of the year for me. But it's, I still play it a lot. I'm still listening to it a lot. It's a really great project. Um, it's really good from a young kid. You can tell the thing I like about him. We talk about song making ability, um, and how we've heard seen people like Joel Ortiz do that. He's already got this, and this kid is this kid is young, and he's got the song making ability, and that's something I like to see. A lot of people can rap, but can you actually make some songs? Care for me is a project for shows. This young man knows how to make some songs. Number four, J Rock Redemption. Honorable mention list for me. <laughs> I knew you liked that album. Um, I did like that album. Yeah, it's it's crazy because like Win is actually my least favorite song in the album, but it's I do good. like the song. I do like it's the song. Good. I do like the song. I just like a lot of the other songs more. I want to talk about J Cole. Out of sight, out of mind. Right. Has a really I good verse that on that. Gets first. I yes. forgot about that. It's a oh, really yeah. good, really good. good. That also sounds more like a J. Cole song than a J. Rock song. It does. So, like, there's that and there's Wow Freestyle, which I'm sure you're, yeah. <laughs> I know that's I like, right. I, I like the K-Dot and J. Rock going back and forth. I, know, I loved it. I know. I know that's right in your lane. <laughs> I love that. I love that. But also, I thought, like, to me, this this might start off stronger than Yo, most of the albums even, on my and, list. And even finished. The beginning of the album was really good. Right. Because Bloodiest, for what it's worth, Knock It Off, ES Tales, Rotation 112. 
Those five. I'm like, that's I'll put that up there with just about anything to start in the year. So J Rock, uh, and this was following up what was it, nine double oh five nine? Which I really like. You're I didn't not like as, as high much. On. I'm not as high. I thought this album was better. I didn't think this was gonna be better, but I, I think it's a better album, even though I really like 90059, especially because it has Money Tree Deuce and The Message, which I still think are my two favorite J-Rock songs, even after this project. Money Tree Deuce might be my favorite J-Rock song. I do think it may have some songs that were better than on this album, but I thought this album was way more cohesive. So yeah. I like that it, it made your list. Didn't make my top five. Yeah, no, J-Rock, but I don't really strong. Um, actually, I like King's Dead a little bit less than Win. So we can I like we can do that. that also. I know you weren't crazy about that song. Broke plus minus Wild Freestyle. Wild Freestyle I heard it before today. I was um, like, and I'm Man. sorry, it's escaped me. What's the song with the song with scissors probably oh, one of my two or three three Redemption. Three. Redemption. That was a good song. one too. Yeah. Yes. I like I like that song a lot. Yes. I really like that song. Yeah. Really Redemption J Rock. Redemption J so that's number four for you. Uh on to number three. My top three is uh predictable at this point. Number three for me. Uh <laughs> KOD J. Cole. Uh, and number three, like this album, I thought J. Cole had fun with this album, but still kept the message. You saw his sound, he kind of evolved, put a little bit more trappy flows in it, more trap-sounding music, but I thought it worked, lyrically. I thought the message through it was great. I loved him talking about things about um, the drug culture mm-hmm. around hip-hop and around society. I loved him talking about materialism. I loved him talking about things like what he's doing for his mental health and meditation and things that he's seen how it's affected him. Um, I even loved him addressing... The things about how people like um, Little Pump came at him, and they actually ended up, you know, addressing that in the way he did in a slick Rick storytelling kind of way with 1985. Although I think the DJ Premier remix of that is actually better. Yeah, um, of course it is. Really like the album. I know people have come to me and asked me, "Hey, do you think this is Cole's best album?" I do not. No. Do I do I think it's better than Forest Hills Drives? I do not. No. I think this is really good. I think it's an album you'll look back that I think can actually grow on you a little bit more, and I think this is one of these that people may not appreciate as much until they listen to it years later. And I don't mean that in a way of um, that, oh, you weren't on the wave then. I'm just saying in terms of sonically, when you go back and look at the sound for this time and what he was able to do that and also have fun. um, ATM, really good. Kevin's Heart, really good. Motivate, really good, fun songs. Um, I bumped a lot of this album. I don't know. My my daughter seems to be like kind of, you know, she's two and a half. She likes J. Cole a lot. (laughs) The features and songs that he's on, we play. She happens to like a lot of songs that he's in. So she likes Motivate. She likes ATM, which she calls Counted Up. She likes like <laughs> Kevin's Heart. So she seems to like a lot of these songs. So I was playing this album, the edited version, of course, folks. Do not drag me for being a bad parent. I was playing the edited version around <laughs> her a lot this year. So, um, no, nah, I enjoyed the album a lot. I thought it was good. Um, I'm really intrigued to see what J. Cole does next because he seems to be in his zone of just sna- snapping yeah. and stuff. But he rapped very well on this album, very well organized, very tight album, good listen. Um, and I liked that it was something different from him sonically without him letting go of his subject matter or the message that he had to say. So that's my number three, J. This, Cole, K.O.D. This album pained me to put at number three. Pained you? Pained me to put. It was tough. Pained? It was tough, bro. Pained you? It to was put... tough. That makes that makes it sound like you put something bad. No, no, no. I put something really good, but like, I'm I'm looking at my list. I'm like, damn, this is only third. Like, it should be higher, but the first, the top two are you're not breaking that top two. Number three is Victory Lab, Nipsey Hustle. Uh, okay. Which I told you from the start of whenever it came out earlier this year, I was like, bro, this is gonna be one of my albums of the year. You and did, and I liked it, and it's, it's an honorable mention for it, me. It ages yeah. very well. 
I think that I think it tails off a little bit too much at the end for my liking. Okay. I, I didn't care. But, but you know what? Right Hand to God, which is the last song on yep. the album, is one of my favorite songs on the album. So I'm not necessarily necessarily sure I agree I wish there. You although, tightened it a little bit. But I I could agree there. There are a couple songs where I'm like whatever, but. The beginning. You want to talk about starting off strong. First five, six songs are good now. First, I would say first eight for me are it's very tough to skip any of them. So you got Victory Lap, you got Rap, and Words. Can't say that. <laughs> Which is a song you know I love. Yeah. Because, you know. <laughs> Last time that I checked, Young N-Word. <laughs> Two N-Word drops. In, in the album, which features for, you know Diddy, Diddy, yep. take that, take that. Which so I, I'm all here. I'm always here for some Diddy <laughs> right? Always, right? I love that one. Dedication with Kendrick Lamar. Yep. Um, which is probably even. It, I I still really like the song. It's probably my least favorite of this group that I'm mentioning in particular. I do like that song. Oh, but I do like that song. Good amount. Blue laces too. Really like that. Hustle motivate. That probably song, my, that's one of my favorite. Great workout song too. It is my third favorite song on the album, or second, probably. I don't know. It's up there, though. And Status Symbol 3, really good. Uh, and then after that, you have uh, Right Hand to God, which I just mentioned. You also have a Marsha Ambrosius feature, which is interesting in itself. I always love. Yeah. And Loaded Basis with CeeLo Green was actually an MLB The Show, so I heard that plenty of times. Wow. <laughs> always a video game reference for Nipsey it. Nipsey Hussle, uh, which is another one that kind of surprised me, too, because like I, I was not the biggest Nipsey Hussle fan prior to this year. I liked some songs I heard, but I, he's not somebody I'd listen to a lot of. He's kind of like where, uh, it's weird because Grand Theft Auto has sort of put me onto some acts. Grand Theft Auto is how I became like a Freddie Gibbs fan. It's how I started getting into Thanks, Grand Theft Auto. It's, start, it's how I started getting into Danny Brown. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else, but yeah, Nipsey Hussle is also in that category. Yeah, he surprised me. I thought that that album was a lot better than I thought. I mean, we we had that we talked about the album before. We had Jasmine August on the podcast, yeah, and. She's a huge fan of that album, so I I liked it better. I didn't like it as high as you did, but I did. Well, I like that sound more than dude. It was surprising. <laughs> yeah, it was surprising for me, though. but I really enjoyed oh, it. Though. And the production is really good. But the remember, West I told Coast you, production. I told you that the night I the, the, remember the night I was listening to it, and I was like, "Yo, like this this is a lot better." Yeah. Now, I'm not really an expectation person, but it's just I didn't know what the sound was going to be, and I was like, "Yo, I actually really like this." Yeah. It's, it's good. Yeah. Um, so that was three for you. Number two for me was an album I think you had number five, I believe. Joel Ortiz, Mona Lisa. Joel Ortiz, Mona number Lisa. Two. Number two. Um, I'm not sure I've – you mentioned a lot of stuff, so I'm going to be very quick on this. I'm not yeah. sure I heard an album that sounded so New York in a long time. Which I love. It's probably the most New York sounding project I can remember listening to since Joey Badass's 1999. Mm. This – was really good. Uh, the Apollo, Apollo Brown production is really good. And I've been a fan of Apollo Brown pro- production, really got onto him through Sky Zoo, 2011 project. Yeah, um, that album is really good. Was it, is it The Truth he, About he, Nothing? I'm he, forgetting the name of the Yeah, project. I think so. And he produced another one with OC. OC, which, not I've, not, which I've never, I've actually not listened to. That's a good one, too. Um, but I like his production. I thought Joel Ortiz was as sharp as I've ever heard him on this album. Okay. Um, yeah, I agree. I think for a lot of the Slaughterhouse guys, I think Joe Budden was the best person at being with the song making. Yes. And and I think the others had lacked that for some time. But we saw Royce be able to do this on Book of Ryan. And yeah. we'll get to that. We saw Joel Ortiz do this here where I felt like this is the – I heard him with the song making, the structure, songs like, you know, Reflection, um, My Block, um, Back Home. Yeah. Which is one, another one of my favorites. Really good. I, I'm – 
I'm going to really advocate for this album because it's very underground. If you like New York, old boom back production, there were DJ scratches on some of the songs. The, yeah, word. When's the last time I heard an album with that? Uh, The Order, Apathy. This is... <laughs> Yeah, which is something I actually have not listened to this year, and I actually wanted to get to that. I did not listen. Well, to Well, I did play you that one song, and I liked it. The, the, the order. Song. That's the primo one. That's that song that scratches. I've been meaning to listen to that album, and I will get to that. Me too. I haven't over. finished so, it yet. Apologies, I didn't got to that. Yeah, but because that might make my list. <laughs> it might. That's why I don't know. Maybe you'll come back and we'll make a revision. Apathy's nice. But this Joel Ortiz, our if you like that old school New York boom bap, gritty, jazz horns. Yes, this is the sound check. for you. Check check check. 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 I'm somebody who loves that. With actually really good rapping and songs, decisions, it's good songs. Joel Ortiz is talking about conflict, different things in his life. Really good. Just, I, I really like this album. It surprised me because I actually didn't even know it was out. I think it was, was it you that told me it was out? And I was like, maybe. I think you told me Maybe. I didn't even know it was coming out. I didn't, you know, I had no it idea. came out the same day. I'm going to look this up right now as you, as you talk. But the, I, it came out the same day. As like one or two higher profile releases. Yeah, because I had to listen to something else with it too, and I remember I had it, and I was yeah. like, "Let me go to it." And then I remember just listening to it, and I was like, "Wow, this sound is really good." Was it Vince Staples? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. No, no, it wasn't Vince Staples. Staples. It wasn't Vince Staples. Uh, it was okay. So it came out. I have it right here. October twenty sixth. So it was late release. October twenty okay. sixth, and that later that week, that same day was Tory Lanez. I'm not sure if you ran a Tory Lanez album. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Uh, there was also Shad and Mick Jenkins. Mick Jenkins, who I actually also That's like. the other one I listened to that day, Mick Jenkins. Mick Jenkins. How was that? Mm. I got to finish it. Mm. I didn't finish it. Mm. I only listened to a couple songs. Mm. And then a few days later, I, we were both very busy this week. A few days later was Currency Freddie Gibbs Fetty. Yeah. You know where my attention went. Yeah. Well, and then a couple, day, a couple days after that was Vince Staples' FM, which is another pretty good album that I like. Not yeah. in my album of the year's yeah. list, but it's also pretty good. Uh, and that same, and around that same time, so this is all around the same time between October 26th and November 2nd, there was also Action Bronson. There was also... Yeah, I listened. I knew there was a bunch of stuff I was listening Styles to. Styles P, and Swiss they, Beats. Yep. There was a bunch of stuff I listened to around that time. I had a lot. I remember that because I was like doing some traveling for work. And I um, Takeoff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, let's take off of that. Yeah. <laughs> and then Metro Boomin and Jake Rich. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, I loved, I, I liked Mona Lisa, Joel Ortiz, really liked it. Um, this is like a late listen, as you said, October 26th, but mm-hmm. came in for me as number two. Yep. Um, I really liked it. I so, really felt it. Really like, felt that album. I still was hit, sitting with it a lot. All right, number two for you is, I don't know, I, I, I think we both have the same number one. I think we both have the same number one also. I don't know what number two is for you, and I've been trying to figure it out, because you said nothing could supplant the top two, so I don't know what number two is for you. I kind of feel because you're smiling now what it is. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, I know what it is. Sky wow. Zoo is Celebration of Oh, us. I should have known that. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 Okay, fine. So we're not going to get too much into it because we already pretty much broke down that album. Uh, but Sky Zoo is Celebration of Us, number two. Before we get to our number ones, which I do feel like I can pretty much 100% say with certainty we have the same project. Yes. I'm going to finish up my honorable mentions and say that I wanted to mention because we didn't mention all the albums. I did mention Vacation to Hell and No News is Good News, J. Cole and all that stuff. Yep. Uh, and we did mention Logic before on a podcast with Melvin. Yeah. Taylor that, and Kyle, so, uh, yes, and Kyle Johnson. That's in my that yes, Logic's uh, Young Sinatra four, There's very good project. Three more for me that I want to say. Freddie, by Freddie. <laughs> yeah, that's that's on not playing. Freddie, courtesy of Freddie Gibbs. I thought that could be number two for you. Fever, Black Milk. Yo, oh yes, okay. So let me say this. Yes, it was very hard for me to not put Fever hard. Black Milk. 
at number five. I almost wanted to do a three-way tie for five. If there was a six spot for me right now, Black Milk would have been in yeah. it. And Black but, Milk is an artist, guys, just yeah, so you and know. The producer-rapper like, from Detroit. Yes. Not drinking black-colored milk. Right. Um, I wonder how that would taste. Fried chocolate, though. All right, black, anyway. I support it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, 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 that's a really good album, a really good production. Um, I don't know if necessarily the rapping is necessarily as good as... Defonte, this is for me and my list, and Sky Zoo, so I didn't put it there. Yeah. Um, my other honorable mentions, I had J-Rock, which you mentioned, Redemption. Yeah. I had Black Thoughts, Volume 1 and Volume 2 projects. I had yeah, Pusha, that too. Those I had Pusha awesome. T's Daytona. I had The Black Milk Fever, which I just, just mentioned as well. Logic, Young Sinatra um, as well, too. There was one that just popped in my head that I realized I didn't write down, but it had popped in my head, and now I feel like it's gone away. Um, that was me with Black Thought when you mentioned it. Yeah, it's it's, it's gone away now. But like, I love those projects. But too. like that, those I feel like those projects were good. I just didn't think they were like good enough um, to crack what we had as a as a top five. Good year, man. Yeah, Jesus. good. Yeah, solid solid year solid with some year. solid projects. I don't Better feel. I, I think there was for me. I think a lot of these. I feel like there's one great one. And I think it's both the number ones. I think this project is great. Yeah. I think the number one is great. I think I will go back. To this project a lot, yeah. I think we and both I have gone back to it. A I lot. think we both will say this is this artist's best, best project, project of his career. Yes, we both have been waiting on this from this artist for quite some time. Take it away. It is number number one album of the year for both me and Brian. Yep. It's the Book of Ryan. Yep. Versus Five Nine. That was not planned. <laughs> we not did not planned. talk about that at all. I don't think we this... did really like the album when it first came out. Yeah, I think it dropped in May. Um, May, yes. I don't think anything has been as good as it. And let me tell you, I'm a guy who likes short albums. Yeah. And my number one album actually has- 20 songs. 19 tracks, one with one bonus. Yeah. Now, I do think Roasted maybe in a song or two after the- And the reason it's 19 is there are some interludes. Here's the one thing. What do I say about interludes? I'm somebody who doesn't like skits sometimes. The skits here on this album work. Same there with Sky Zoo, which yes. is my second. You know what I mean? Like, Very- This is- If you're going to do a long album- and you're gonna have skits, skits. They gotta work. They have to. They're, they they're, have to work. There are very few. Albums. Either that, or just have a lot of bangers like Big Crit's album last year. The skits <laughs> have to go into a theme of the album or telling a story. And the albums where skits work, those are usually the case. Miss Education, Lauren Hill, Good Kid, Mad City, mm-hmm. To Pimp a Butterfly, Royce, Sky Zoo's album. There's very few albums where I like this, yeah. but these albums, those two that we just mentioned from this year, had them and they worked. Um, the only, the only. Two songs that I'm that like if I'm if I'm want to be nitpicky and shed songs, I would shed the last two, first of the month and the remix of Caterpillar. Yes, um, for one thing is I never played the song. I almost forgot the song with T Pain on there existed. Yeah, I I, I don't I, play those two songs. I kind of after Stay Woke, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm done with the album. <laughs> the album should have ended at Stay Woke. Yeah. Um, I, I wish he had ended it there. If I had a criticism, that would be it too. Um, didn't need the T Pain song. Didn't need the Caterpillar remix. Um. But there's really nothing on that album all the way through that I would say, oh, man, I have to skip going to Stay Woke. That's 19 tracks yeah. with some interludes. It is a long listen, guys. Yeah. That, But there are songs that are really good. It's worth it. Um, Cocaine, we've mentioned on this Cocaine. podcast before. Godspeed is one of my favorites. Godspeed, which is also, that was in there. I mentioned, I to mention that. The second verse on Godspeed is up there for me for verse of the year. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Roy skated all over that. So good. Caterpillar with Eminem. I know Eminem took a lot of heat from, for, uh, you know, Kamikaze. That and album's rapping, trash. But Caterpillar, his verse on that. Agreed. Eminem is should be up there for mention for verse of the year. That also wowed me. Don't think it was better than J. Cole, but it wowed me. Right. This, this from Woke... Um, Royce gets very personal sound. We've discussed this before on the podcast, talking mm-hmm. about alcoholism. 
uh, domestic violence with his father and his mother. Strong friend also. Strong friend, good, so. mental health. Yeah. Um, anything, everything. Um, just fantastic songs. The album Bob Lebo, which I mentioned is my song of the year. Yeah. Um, Summer on Lock. There, were, there are fun songs in this album if you wanted. Summer on Lock with Pusha T, Jada, and Fabulous. Yeah. Um, Legendary is a song I actually really love to play, and I was getting his own. Yeah. And he has two really good songs named Legendary. The other one yes. was on Success is Certain. 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 <laughs> um, no, Life is Fair, another good song. And one thing that Royce also incorporated in this album is there's some singing, sing-song elements in this album. Yeah, in that fact, actually work. That work and sound they good. They don't sound bad. In fact, the other day, I was in the I was in the car, and I was playing cocaine, and um, my fiancé Marguerite was with me and was like, who's that? She was, she was Royce singing? And I was like, yo. yeah. And she was like, yo, I like this, because she hadn't really heard me play cocaine before. Bruh, she was like, yo, I, love, I like it. I love cocaine. It's a great the song. Yeah, you, I was like, "Yo, you gotta make sure you have that right. You can't just be saying." I I'm love gonna cocaine. be using that as a drop. Yeah, I love cocaine. <laughs> I hope you don't love. Yeah, please. I hope you don't. No, that. I don't know. Nah, man. I'm straight edge. Remember, Al- album. <laughs> album is album. I think is fantastic. Um, absolutely love it. I think Royce put his all into it in terms of getting the right production, telling the stories he wants to tell, and I hope it gives him the freedom to say he could do this. I think it's the album he'd been wanting to make, and he made it, and. I love this album, and I think it's classic, and I think it's the one classic I kind of really could bonafide that I can pull from this year. Yeah, and it's there's just some Ooh, albums you know. I, I, I would say, mm, I would say Sky Zoo's album is a classic. Also. That's close. I don't know if I want to put that classic. I th- th- there. Th- yeah, I think I think I put that in classic territory. I, I'd say it's his best. I'm not sure I want to put it there. This def- I want to definitely put some, it there. and I definitely have like probably about. F- 10 classic verses that I could probably pull from different places. But this is great. This yeah. is fantastic. I think it's number one. I don't think anything was better than it this year. I don't think anything will touch it. Um, and I hope, I hope Royce can build on this going forward and making the music that he wants to make. It's going to be tough to top that. I still have some questions that I would like to ask him at some point about this album. Oh, we need Royce up here so we can talk about this. I do have questions about this album. Word. Including how does his pops feel about it. Word. Yeah. That's what I want to know. Yeah, and some other ones that I will not mention. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so... Now we can pick a 58. We can pick a 58. We can pick a 58, and this is an interesting list. The last 58 of the, the last number of the year. Yeah. So we have, we'll start off with someone who I know you're not going to pick, but I'm just going to mention him anyway, Jonathan Papelbon. Okay, we can move on from that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep, nope. We're not picking Doug Fister either. Either Henry Mejia. <laughs> All right. Uh, Derek Thomas. <laughs> Don't get me started, Henry Mejia. Um, <laughs> who the Mets finally just cut. Yeah. Welcome, Wilson Ramos. Yes. We'll get to the Mets some other time. <laughs> uh, Derek Thomas, no? Possibly. Von Miller. I'm a fan of Von Miller. I am a big fan of Von, like Miller. Von Miller. Yes. Antonio Pierce. I am also a fan of Antonio Do Pierce. Do you know Antonio Pierce? I feel like you... I Giants feel... linebacker, former Giant. And no, no, no. Linebacker. Personally know him. Um, we Because you did cover that team around yes. that time. Um, and to... Yes. And Antonio Pierce and I, it was this random thing... The last time I saw Antonio Pierce, this is years ago. I don't think this museum actually exists anymore. I think it closed down. I have to look this up. There was a museum of sports that opened up in lower Manhattan back in 2012 or something. That probably doesn't exist anymore. And this was around the time I was working as a reporter for the Giants, <laughs> a couple years after that. And I ran into him in the elevator with his wife and um, spoke. He remembered me from that. Because I covered that team during that run, the Giants team. and knew some of the players on there very well. I've run into players on that team. Sports Museum of America? 
Yes, that sounds like it. Does it still exist? I think it closed down. Mm-hmm. Dude, it opened in May 2008 and closed less than nine months later in yep. February 2009. There you go. I remember it closed. It wasn't. Like, it was really dope, and it, I think it just didn't. I don't think they can get people to come. I don't, the location, there's a whole other thing. Anyway, that was the last time I think I ran into him. So I think that was that was 2008. I think I said 2010. That was 2008. Were they trying to compete with Steiner? No, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like, oh. it, it was just like a place to come in. Like, this is where you can see great things in sports in New York. I don't think the location was great for where it was. All right, here's uh, here's one that you're not going to pick. James Farrier when he was with the Jets. Nope. I just picked it because he also played at Pitt. And I don't know if you have a story there. No, uh Jack, Jack Lambert. No? Okay, good. Uh, Carl Banks. Who I know and have done some work with, um, really, through time, from the Giants and okay. also when I was working in another company, um, where he did some appearances and video work with too. So yeah, um, good dude, Carl, and, Carl a good dude, and Thomas Davis. I think I know where I'm going here. I'm going I, I, because I like Von Miller. Yeah, I think Von Miller is a character, and I just like him. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Von Miller. Me man. too. Yeah. Antonio yeah. Pierce would have been a strong consideration because I always liked Antonio Pierce. He's a really good giant, a good leader. So I would have went with him too. Yeah, I would have went with Henry Mejia had that all never happened. I was a Henry Mejia fan until he embarrassed himself. Yeah, three times. Three times. <laughs> I was like, yo, there's no way y'all could bring him back. No way. That's it. But there it is. There Albums it is. of the year. Worst of 5'9". Book of Ryan. Book of Ryan. I, so had, a f- I had a feeling we were going to this. I feel like this was much smoother this year because you didn't have like 55 tiebreakers. No, but I did have a surprise. You did have a surprise. Michi Darko. <laughs> Michi Darko. Nobody, nobody saw that coming. It's such a good verse. Go, and, li- go listen to And it. also surprising that not Freddie Gibbs' album did not make top five albums of the year. I mean, it wasn't good enough. Yeah. It wasn't good enough. Okay. Honorable mention. Brian can be objective on Freddie Gibbs. Honorable mention. It it was good, just wasn't good enough. I think that some of the reviews that I've read for Freddie have it higher than even I do. Because to me, it's like his fourth best project. Yeah, I didn't really care for that. But when Bandana comes out, oh, man. But you said that last year. This I thought it was supposed to come out this year. When is that coming out? Well, see, it was going to come out this year. But what happened was... I don't like when people say what happened was. <laughs> I don't trust anything they say after He that. ended up dropping Freddy, and then Fetty came out, and then apparently he posted a screenshot of Mad Lib texting him saying that they're ready to celebrate because that album's about to be done. It should be out in 2019, and when that does happen, I am going to be insufferable. Yep, Just and wait. I'm not going to be here for that. All right, that's <laughs> it for this episode. We want to wish everybody a happy new year, much blessings in 2019, and then we'll have to wait for everybody to post about how great their 2019 is going to be and everything that they're going to change from 2018 on social media. Yeah, I'm not doing that. But I, do I will you- have a reflective thing on 2018 probably because this year was an MFR. No, this year was, this year was a good year. MFR doesn't mean bad. No. Yeah. No, okay, cut it. You're right. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to mean that. Yeah. This year, this year, this year was a good year. A lot of year of change, good and bad. But um, I embrace all of that. But I'm uh, looking forward to 2019. Good year for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good things. Um, uh, before we we should thank a lot of people in 2018. Obviously, where we are now, Gotham Podcast Studios and our great uh team of engineers. Everybody here that's been supportive of what we do. Got to thank them. We got to thank um, obviously Brian. Got to thank him. Thank myself for being here and being Absolutely. able to show up and do good stuff. Uh, Ashford Alonzo, who's done photography from us. Uh, people who've been rocking with us all year. Yeah, Matthew Jeff, Feniza. Jeff Armstrong. Jeffrey Armstrong. Greg Louis Alcala. Velez, Gregory Alcala. Um, you know, we just want to... Matty P. Everybody who's been around the podcast helping us in every way. We appreciate that. We couldn't do any of that without them. Um, I forget again. Everybody has helped share on social media. All our guests that came on, right? Way too many to, to way mention. too many to name. Um, Y'all can look at that list. Yeah, way too <laughs> many to mention. But thank you, and there'll be more great guests coming in 2019. And thank you all for supporting, watching Patreon supporters. Um, everybody supported buying gear on T Public, all of that good stuff. Uh, we thank you all. 
A lot more to come in 2019. We're excited. Yes. Happy New Year, y'all. Peace. We'll be right back.